Welcome to the Check Your Shelves podcast. This is Roger. And Ian. And we are here today to talk about UFOs and aliens in general. Aliens. Don't believe in them. How could you not believe in aliens? They're everywhere. Ever since 1947, there's been multiple sightings every day. What are you talking about? Well... I just saw something on the newspaper not too long ago, or in the newspaper, that Ohio is in one of the top ten states for UFO sightings. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I've met some people from Ohio, and I mean... You're saying they're not trustworthy? I'm not saying all of them are. Are you saying they're aliens? I don't believe in aliens, so... when, When you say UFO, now, that stands for Unidentified Flying Object, correct? Yes. So, there's no direct reason that a UFO sighting means that someone has witnessed extraterrestrials or some sort of spacecraft from another solar system. So, who would it be then? The United States government, China, Russia. Why would they just fly? Why would they just fly spacecraft over? I didn't say a spacecraft. in Ohio. Just for the fun of it. Like, what would be the motive in wasting so much money and gasoline in that? I, well, first of all, I'm not saying China and Russia are flying spacecraft over Wellston, Ohio. That's not what I'm claiming. But I am saying that I find that you see something strange up in the sky. It's got a kind of strange design, even stranger movement. And it's got a bunch of lights on it that don't really seem to make a whole lot of sense. I think it makes more sense to me to think that this is probably some sort of experimental military craft from the United States government rather than Glorfon from Omicron Percy I-7 uh, coming to spy on, you know, Wellston sinkholes. Well, I think where you're confused is the, the concept of the TV series Futurama versus the actual life that we live here. I, I'm pretty sure his name beings. is Glur, actually. It's not what I said. And <laughs> besides that, explain Roswell, then. The most famous, I guess, if you want to say, UFO crash, they were little spacemen. They were brought to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in I, Dayton, Ohio. I don't know if I believe that. I, well, first of all, I'm not super educated on Roswell, so I'm... It's in New Mexico. I know where Roswell is, but I'm not <laughs> saying that I don't know what really happened in it. And I'm looking at this list here, and coincidentally, uh, New Mexico is not on this list, actually. Well, um, I mean, you know, so I, I mean, it's not uh, not really it could be the Bermuda Triangle of right, well, UFOs hey. or something. So I mean, you know, like eventually they quit flying over after they. Oh crashed. yeah, after the Roswell debacle, you know, yeah. they, they decided that they can't go there anymore. Anyway, I mean, it, what do you mean? Little, not, there were little green men running around Roswell in the forties. Is that what you're saying? Well, they weren't people? necessarily running around. They were dead. Gliding. They were little silver bodies. They weren't green. Mm, little silver bodies. And the military came in and swooped them up and took them to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. 
Are there it's well known in UFO you know, lore? You know, are there like pictures of these? Is it? Am I just listening to some guy who lives out in the desert? Listen to some. Well, there was brain? a person that was a military something, some sort of oh, a, yeah. like he was well, the public <laughs> relations person for the military. If I guess sort you can of. always trust everything those guys. And say. so he came and did say that it was a flying saucer, and then. Mm-hmm. The day later, he's like, oh, no, weather balloon. I believe he would know the difference in weather balloons versus flying saucers. Well, I mean, a weather, weather balloons kind of look like saucers. Not when they're crashed on the ground. All right, if anything, I think they look more like a saucer because then they're not really, they're, you know, not really balloon-shaped at that point. I just... So I'm I looking at this list here. Hold on. Let me look at this list. I'm, I'm going to tell you something that I noticed about this list. Um, actually, I'm looking at the wrong list. Well, uh, California is number one in the country uh, for UFO sightings. Large state. It's a gigantic large state. People. Uh, or wait, not well, very large. Well, large people and a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about the whole country. Uh, Florida and Washington are also on this list. So, like, do they just like coastline like what's what's going on with this well texas I, new york arizona i believe there is a some belief system out there that ufos do actually come out of the ocean oh so so maybe that atlantis the, well could be i mean i'm not an expert on that i'm pretty sure aristotle wrote about atlantis he said it's totally real guys and you, to be or not to be. Yeah. Was that the guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, William uh, Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he was Aristotle's student or something like that. I think they're all related. Um, you know, I was actually looking at this. This is kind of interesting. The states with the fewest UFO sightings. Uh, I was so shocked by this when I went through this because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. The state with the fewest UFO sightings is North Dakota. Which is bizarre to me, because I would have thought that that would have been super high up on the list, like you know, because it's of, in the middle of nowhere. Well, right? but who's going to be witnessing? The I guess UFOs? that's true. So I mean, so, it has a large Native American population, I believe. Well, yeah, but, but it's like mostly just empty plains. South Dakota is number two on the fewest, so nothing's I mean, there either, other than Mount Rushmore, and everybody knows that was made by aliens. Yeah, I can't dispute that. I mean, I, I actually, I read a book about that. And I'm pretty sure they said he was specifically not an alien, but, you know, that's... And I, he was also kind of crazy. Google it. Um, but see, I see Ohio on that list. Number eight. Yeah, number eight. And I think it's no coincidence that Ohio has the most amount of astronauts that have left our Earth. So you're, not, you're saying it's not a coincidence. So I think that maybe they have some sort of contact with the aliens... And they're just trying to, like, catch up. Okay. You so, know, like, what's that called that the young people say? Link up? Link up. Need it or keep it? Well, I'm saying keep it because I am skeptical about this because uh, I think you're just talking out of your hat, man. Because I what, oh, now what, I'm what are they a, doing? A tinfoil hat? Yes. You're just going what, are they, the, what are they doing? What are they collecting? What do they get from probing us all over and in all sorts of places? The same thing that we get out of probing animals in all sorts of places. Do we do that? I mean... I believe we do. I mean, whenever, like, new species are found, we do things to them to figure out how they work. 
I surely. You think the first okay. person that saw a kangaroo didn't stick their hand in its pouch and I, see what it was? You're probably right, but here's here's my thing. Let's let's go back in this report here. Let's go. So how how many kangaroos do you think we probed before we, we more or less figured them out? You think you know like a couple, handful maybe? Well, um, but see the thing is though, I'm sure probably several. Because not only are Central. people, but you have to think of all the other galaxies uh-huh. and all the other planets. They might not all be the same species of aliens. That's true. I guess so. So, so now you're claiming. So we have all these such a diverse alien population, uh, you know, orbiting our planet, coming down, shining bright lights in our faces. So we kind of stand there like deer in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Basically. And, and, and all these in aliens the are, are getting along with each other. There's no like intergalactic wars going on in our in our space area. Well, there could be. I mean, we don't know they're not. You, you think we would just like see it in the sky and maybe. be like shooting like lasers? On, on a and... bright night, you can see Mars when it passes by. Mm-hmm. So you, if you can see another planet, I would think that if there's such traffic to Earth from, I mean, if we're... Well, that's what we're getting at. That's why there are all these UFO sightings. Well, hold on. I want to go Just back to my kangaroo. Just because you haven't here. seen... I mean, I don't know... Okay, I've seen a kangaroo. Um, I, mean, I have kangaroo. never seen... What have I never seen? Well, I think I figured it out pretty fast when I looked at it. I mean, well, you have prior knowledge. Well, sure. Aliens okay. Probably don't prior have, knowledge? Don't California. Take, they probably don't take Earth science like you All did right, in hold on. middle what, school. Let's see here. California has 15,000 UFO sightings, and I don't know when... What kind of like sample size or when this is from or anything? It was but, all the same person, maybe. So 15,000 15, UFO sightings. You don't think the aliens at that point are are like oh, with with California alone are like okay, I get it. Like they they walk on two legs most of the time. They got two arms that you know they usually keep at their sides and they walk upright, which is kind of unusual for this place. But but hold on, let's go. Florida, seven thousand. Washington, six thousand. This is going on going going on for decades. Yeah. And I mean, how, how how stop the probings? How many more do you think need to happen before they can understand that you know we're a warm-blooded mammalian species? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're seeing if there's changes. Maybe their time is different than ours. Well, because the. <laughs> You know, and they're just trying to figure out in 10 years, if I abduct this person again, what will his insides look like? Man. Or her insides. Sequel to communion. Could Uh, be. uh, That man actually, I believe, claims he was abducted at least three times, I'm pretty sure. I only read about half that book, but uh, he was abducted more than once. Well, I think it's very common for multiple abductions. That's just sad. Once an abductee, always an abductee. I mean, that's what my dad always said. Well, surely, I mean, surely being taken to uh, an alien spacecraft and you know having them stick needles in your pores or whatever they do up there—that's probably pretty traumatizing. Um, I would think so. Have you ever you ever seen the movie Fire in the Sky? It's supposedly a true story about a guy who is. uh, I think I might have seen it a while back. Abducted. you know, and that guy kind of was sort of uh, not really functional after his supposed return from the spacecraft just because of all the things they prodded him with. Well, it seems like, you know, like the Kennedy woman, like if you get a, a nice lobotomy through your eye socket, you're probably not going to be the same. So, I, I guess I just don't see... 
surely we would have some sort of body or or even like material as fall and nothing falls off the ship. That is out. what is in Roswell? No. Are you no, say no. Roswell? Well there or is right Area fifty one, but it's actually a right path. And Everybody knows that it is there because where else would it go? If, why would they? So if everyone, if the government is trying to, is the government trying to cover this up? I guess I should ask that question first. Do you think? Yes. If, if the government's trying to keep, Without everyone a doubt. knows that the material is at Wright Patterson. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really a secret at that point. I mean, I mean the whole no, thing. No, but about, the biggest, the biggest lie is in plain sight, and I think that's what they're going with. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because the more incredulous that you make it, then the better off you are. And that's kind of what they do. They just pretend that you're a kook. Maybe you've had too much to drink. Maybe you're from Florida and your eyesight's not what it used to be. And Listen, it was really a 747 going to Disney World, but instead you thought it was an alien. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, especially in Florida, which is number two on this list... Uh, and California, I'll go. I'll reverse to California too. You probably got tons of air travel going on at all times of the day. And let's be honest, there's plenty of people in this country who are on some stuff that is maybe going to affect either how their eyes or their minds work. And, well, okay. You know, planes are pretty bright, filled with uh, filled with lights, and if they're flying real low, it can look pretty bizarre. I mean. Have you have you ever just like been in an airport and watched the planes take off? Mm-hmm. It's super fast when you're real up close to it. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're super high up in the sky, it looks like they're traveling at a relatively slow speed. But if you're next to it, it's incredibly fast. So if you see a plane, like even just a passenger, like a, a small like biplane, I don't know if those are still you know what I'm talking. About, a small like personal plane. Yes. What about World War Two? The Foo Fighters. There were. Several. Well, named after that, yes, because it was really cool. Is that true? But actually, um, yeah, some World War II pilots and their B 52s or whatever they were flying were engaged by UFOs. Did they get. Where did they get married? Well, they couldn't because it was kind of a conflict of interest, you know, military personnel versus intergalactic. I also hear that you gotta like have an interview with Homeland Security if you're marrying someone who doesn't have a U.S. visa. Well, yeah, this was pre. I mean, it would have been like the U.S.O. or something. It was pre Homeland Security, but but still, but that's neither here nor there. So I'm just saying that I believe, or that I like my. Poster says here in my office, I want to believe. Well, I can't trust anyone that has a fabric poster that's got a big old crease in the middle of it. Screen printing at its best. That could easily be ironed out, I bet. Well, probably. But anyway, that's that's also not the point. (laughs) My use of ironing is not the point here to this podcast. Well, the point is that we're going to get heated uh, on April, April 7th. Thursday, April 7th at 6 p.m. Thursday. We have a UFO talk here at the Jackson City Library. We do. Be there. There will be probably some snacks and some bottled water. It'll be a long discussion with a facilitated by a professional UFO professional oh yeah a professional what roger what do you how do you be a professional unidentified flying object person i'm sure there's some way to get credentials but also do we have any books that we could recommend on the topic well it's funny you say that because i've got three books right here in front of me 
Um, the first one I'd like to talk about is Brad Meltzer with uh, Keith Farrell. They wrote t- together the 10 greatest conspiracies of all time. Now, I will uh, give a little bit of a warning. Most of these are not UFO related. However, on that list of 10, which they are kind of interesting, you know, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I'm thinking about picking this up myself. Uh, number two is about, oh, look at that, Roswell and Area 51. Look at that. I conspiracy that read about, about Roswell. Continuing with conspiracies, we've got Dark Mission, The Secret History of NASA by Richard C. Hoagland and Mike Barra. Because um, NASA never actually did the moon landing. Well. Is that part of that? I'll admit, I have not read this book, but. I do see on the back the the face that is in the moon. It's yeah. supposed proof that other people landed on the moon. Yeah, because, you know, landmarks never just look like things. Uh, humans aren't born with that thing where you just recognize faces. I mean, that's not and, and that's not the reason why babies know faces yeah, when they're well, first born. Well, we're not here to discuss babies. Okay, maybe another Una- Unidentified lying babies. Um, you know, this book seems to be about... Um, debunking the idea that NASA is a squeaky clean uh, technologically infallible system of scientists who always have the answers and uh, seems to be implying that they're a group of Freemasons of some kind. Ooh, it's a really dark conspiracy then. Yeah, it's called Dark Mission. Yeah, uh, aptly named. Final book is uh, UFO Hunters by... Oh, I see. It's, it's actually book one. And it is has a History Channel logo on it, sure so it does. has to be true. Yeah, you, you know that if it's on the History Channel, they have taken great pain to make sure Very that it is... Very carefully curated yeah, truths. Not, nothing too poppy or, or anything like that. Um, this is by William J. Burns, UFO Hunters, um, and it follows the team of best-selling author, who I just mentioned, uh, a former NASA physicist, Ted Ackworth, who I think, you know, in the context of Dark Mission, we can go ahead and refute anything he says. Uh, former U.S. Army engineer, Pat Uskert. Uh, we've already talked about how the military can't be trusted on uh, weather balloons, so, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they're investigating UFO cases around the world, so maybe they're trying to right the wrongs of their predecessors. That uh, sounds very interesting. And, you know, I, I don't have this book in front of me, but I'd also like to, to plug a Communion. Um, let me, I can't uh, quite remember the author off the top of my head, but it, it is a, a personal journey of a man as he comes to the... And that's the three-time abductee. Yes, he comes, he's, he, it's him coming to grips with the fact that he is, uh, his memories returning to him that don't make a whole lot of sense, mm-hmm. and seeking uh, therapy, and also people who may have had the same experience as yeah. him. The author of that book is... Whitley Strieber. And we do have that here as well. Sounds good. Well, All right. Well, I think we should probably wrap this up as we probably talked way longer than we needed to about UFOs and the truths well, of the matter. I don't know about that, but we, uh, we probably talked longer about Bigfoot. And don't forget to join us at the library. April 7th. April 7th. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. To talk to us in person. In person. Be there.